Good morning. Today is Sunday, the 10th day of March, 2019. It's a new week, and it's time to wake up to the Word. This week's Torah portion is called, And He Called, from Leviticus 1.1 through 6.7. The Haftra is 1 Samuel 15.2-34. The New Testament passage is Mark 6.14-29. And we'll get started right after this. Leviticus chapter 1 Yahweh called to Moses and spoke to him in the tent of meeting, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and tell them, When any one of you offers an offering to Yahweh, you shall offer your offering of the livestock from the herd and from the flock. If his offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he shall offer a male without defect. He shall offer it at the door of the tent of meeting, that he may be accepted before Yahweh. He shall lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it shall be accepted for him to make atonement for him. He shall kill the bull before Yahweh. Aaron's sons, the priests, shall present the blood and sprinkle the blood around on the altar that is at the door of the tent of meeting. He shall skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron, the priest, shall put fire on the altar and lay wood in order on the fire. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall lay the pieces, the head and the fat, in order on the wood that is on the fire which is on the altar. But he shall wash its innards and its legs with water. The priest shall burn all of it on the altar for a burnt offering, an offering made by fire of a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. If his offering is from the flock, from the sheep, or from the goats, for a burnt offering, he shall offer a male without defect. He shall kill it on the north side of the altar before Yahweh. Aaron's sons, the priests, shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. He shall cut it into its pieces with its head and its fat. The priest shall lay them in order on the wood that is on the fire which is on the altar. But the innards and the legs he shall wash with water. The priest shall offer the whole and burn it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire of a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. If his offering to Yahweh is a burnt offering of birds, then he shall offer his offering from turtle doves or of young pigeons. The priest shall bring it to the altar and wring off its head and burn it on the altar, and its blood shall be drained out on the side of the altar, and he shall take away its crop and its feathers and cast it beside the altar on the east part, in the place of the ashes. He shall tear it by its wings, but shall not divide it apart. The priest shall burn it on the altar, on the wood that is on the fire. It is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. Leviticus chapter 2 When anyone offers an offering of a meal offering to Yahweh, his offering shall be a fine flour. He shall pour oil on it and put frankincense on it. He shall bring it to Aaron's sons, the priests. 
He shall take his handful of its fine flour and of its oil, with all its frankincense, and the priest shall burn its memorial on the fire, an offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. That which is left of the meal offering shall be Aaron's and his son's. It is a most holy part of the offerings of Yahweh made by fire. When you offer an offering of a meal offering baked in the oven, it shall be unleavened cakes of fine flour mixed with oil, or unleavened wafers anointed with oil. If your offering is a meal offering made on a griddle, it shall be of unleavened fine flour mixed with oil. You shall cut it in pieces and pour oil on it. It is a meal offering. If your offering is a meal offering of the pan, it shall be made of fine flour with oil. You shall bring the meal offering that is made of these things to Yahweh. It shall be presented to the priest, and he shall bring it to the altar. The priest shall take from the meal offering its memorial, and shall burn it on the altar, an offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. That which is left of the meal offering shall be Aaron's and his son's. It is a most holy part of the offerings of Yahweh made by fire. No meal offering which you shall offer to Yahweh shall be made with yeast, for you shall burn no yeast nor any honey as an offering made by fire to Yahweh. As an offering of firstfruits you shall offer them to Yahweh, but they shall not rise up in a pleasant aroma on the altar. Every offering of your meal offering you shall season with salt. You shall not allow the salt of the covenant of your God to be lacking from your meal offering. With all your offerings you shall offer salt. If you offer a meal offering of first fruits to Yahweh, you shall offer for the meal offering of your first fruits fresh heads of grain parched with fire and crushed. You shall put oil on it and lay frankincense on it. It is a meal offering. The priest shall burn it as its memorial part of its crushed grain and its part of its oil, along with all of its frankincense. It is an offering made by fire to Yahweh. Leviticus chapter 3 If his offering is a sacrifice of peace offerings, if he offers it from the herd, whether male or female, he shall offer it without defect before Yahweh. He shall lay his hand on the head of his offering, and kill it at the door of the tent of meeting. Aaron's sons, the priests, shall sprinkle the blood around on the altar. He shall offer of the sacrifice of peace offerings an offering made by fire to Yahweh. The fat that covers the innards and all the fat that is on the innards and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover on the liver with the kidneys, he shall take away. Aaron's sons shall burn it on the altar on the burnt offering, which is on the wood that is on the fire. It is an offering made by fire of a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. If his offering for a sacrifice of peace offerings to Yahweh is from the flock, either male or female, he shall offer it without defect. If he offers a lamb for his offering, then he shall offer it before Yahweh, and he shall lay his hand on the head of his offering, and kill it before the tent of meeting. Aaron's sons shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. He shall offer from the sacrifice of peace offerings an offering made by fire to Yahweh. Its fat, the entire tail fat, he shall take away close to the backbone, and the fat that covers the entrails, and all the fat that is on the entrails, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover on the liver with the kidneys, he shall take away. The priest shall burn it on the altar, 
it is the food of the offering made by fire to Yahweh. If his offering is a goat, he shall offer it before Yahweh. He shall lay his hand on its head and kill it before the tent of meeting. And the sons of Aaron shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. He shall offer from it as his offering an offering made by fire to Yahweh, the fat that covers the innards and all the fat that is on the innards, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover on the liver, with the kidneys he shall take away. The priest shall burn them on the altar. It is the food of the offering made by fire for a pleasant aroma. All the fat is Yahweh's. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations, in all your dwellings, that you shall eat neither fat nor blood. Leviticus chapter 4 Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If any one sins unintentionally in any of the things which Yahweh has commanded not to be done, and does any one of them, if the anointed priest sins so as to bring guilt on the people, then let him offer for his sin which he has sinned a young bull without defect to Yahweh for a sin offering. He shall bring the bull to the door of the tent of meeting before Yahweh, and he shall lay his hand on the head of the bull, and kill the bull before Yahweh. The anointed priest shall take some of the blood of the bull and bring it to the tent of meeting. The priest shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle some of the blood seven times before Yahweh, before the veil of the sanctuary. The priest shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of sweet incense before Yahweh, which is in the tent of meeting, and he shall pour out the rest of the blood of the bull on the base of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of the tent of meeting. He shall take all the fat of the bull of the sin offering from it, the fat that covers the innards, and all the fat that is on the innards, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover on the liver, with the kidneys he shall remove, as it is removed from the bull of the sacrifice of peace offerings. The priest shall burn them on the altar of burnt offering. He shall carry the bull's skin, all its meat with its head, and with its legs, its innards, and its dung, all the rest of the bull outside the camp to a clean place where the ashes are poured out, and burn it on wood with fire. It shall be burned where the ashes are poured out. If the whole congregation of Israel sins, and the thing is hidden from the eyes of the assembly, and they have done any of the things which Yahweh has commanded not to be done, and are guilty, when the sin in which they have sinned is known, then the assembly shall offer a young bull for a sin offering, and bring it before the tent of meeting. The elders of the congregation shall lay their hands on the head of the bull before Yahweh, and the bull shall be killed before Yahweh. The anointed priest shall bring some of the blood of the bull to the tent of meeting. The priest shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle it seven times before Yahweh before the veil. He shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar which is before Yahweh that is in the tent of meeting, and the rest of the blood he shall pour out of the base of the altar of burnt offering, which is at the door of the tent of meeting. All its fat he shall take from it, and burn it on the altar. He shall do this with the bull, as he did with the bull of the sin offering, so he shall do with this. And the priest shall make atonement for them, and they shall be forgiven. He shall carry the bull outside the camp, and burn it as he burned the first bull. It is the sin offering for the assembly." When a ruler sins and unwittingly does any of the things which Yahweh his God has commanded not to be done, and is guilty, 
If his sin in which he has sinned is made known to him, he shall bring as his offering a goat, a male without defect. He shall lay his hand on the head of the goat and kill it in the place where they kill the burnt offering before Yahweh. It is a sin offering. The priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering. He shall pour out the rest of its blood at the base of the altar of burnt offering. All its fat he shall burn on the altar, like the fat of the sacrifice of peace offerings, and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, and he will be forgiven. If any one of the common people sins unwittingly in doing any of the things which Yahweh has commanded not to be done, and is guilty, if his sin which he has sinned is made known to him, then he shall bring for his offering a goat, a female without defect, for his sin which he has sinned. He shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and kill the sin offering in the place of the burnt offering. The priest shall take some of its blood with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of the burnt offering, and the rest of its blood he shall pour out at the base of the altar. All its fat he shall take away, like the fat that is taken away from the sacrifice of peace offerings, and the priest shall burn it on the altar for a pleasant aroma to Yahweh, and the priest shall make atonement for him and he will be forgiven. If he brings a lamb for his offering for a sin offering, he shall bring a female without defect. He shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and kill it for a sin offering in the place where they kill the burnt offering. The priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and all the rest of its blood he shall pour out at the base of the altar. He shall remove all its fat, like the fat of the lamb that is removed from the sacrifice of peace offerings, the priest shall burn them on the altar, on the offering of Yahweh made by fire. The priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin that he has sinned, and he will be forgiven. Leviticus chapter 5 If anyone sins and that he hears a public adjuration to testify, he being a witness, whether he has seen or known, if he doesn't report it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Or if anyone touches any unclean thing, whether it is the carcass of an unclean animal, or the carcass of unclean livestock, or the carcass of unclean creeping things, and it is hidden from him, and he is unclean, then he shall be guilty. Or if he touches the uncleanness of man, whatever his uncleanness is with which he is unclean, and it is hidden from him, when he knows of it, then he shall be guilty. Or if anyone swears rashly with his lips to do evil or to do good, whatever it is that a man might utter rashly with an oath, and it is hidden from him, when he knows of it, then he will be guilty of one of these. It shall be, when he is guilty of one of these, he shall confess that which he has sinned, and he shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh for his sin which he has sinned, a female from the flock, a lamb or a goat for a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin. If he can't afford a lamb, then he shall bring his trespass offering for that in which he has sinned, two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, to Yahweh, one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest, who shall first offer the one which is for the sin offering. He shall wring off its head from its neck, but shall not sever it completely. He shall sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. 
it is a sin offering. He shall offer the second for a burnt offering according to the ordinance, and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin which he has sinned, and he shall be forgiven. But if he can't afford two turtle doves or two young pigeons, then he shall bring as his offering for that in which he has sinned one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a sin offering. He shall put no oil in it, and he shall not put any frankincense in it, for it is a sin offering. He shall bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take his handful of it as a memorial portion, and burn it on the altar as the offerings of Yahweh made by fire. It is a sin offering. The priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin which he has sinned in any of these things, and he will be forgiven, and the rest shall be the priests as the meal offering. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, If any one commits a trespass and sins unwittingly regarding Yahweh's holy things, then he shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh, a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation in silver by shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, for a trespass offering. He shall make restitution for that which he has done wrong regarding the holy thing. He shall add a fifth part to it, and give it to the priest, and the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of trespass offering, and he will be forgiven. If anyone sins, doing any of the things which Yahweh has commanded not to be done, though he did not know it, he is still guilty, and shall bear his iniquity. He shall bring a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation, for a trespass offering to the priest." And the priest shall make atonement for him concerning the thing which he has sinned, and didn't know it, and he will be forgiven. It is a trespass offering. He is certainly guilty before Yahweh. Leviticus chapter 6 Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, If anyone sins and commits a trespass against Yahweh, and deals falsely with his neighbor in a matter of deposit, or of bargain, or of robbery, or has oppressed his neighbor, or has found that which was lost and lied about it, and swearing to a lie. In any of these things that a man sins in his actions, then it shall be, if he has sinned and is guilty, he shall restore that which he took by robbery, or the thing which he has gotten by oppression, or the deposit which was committed to him, or the lost thing which he found, or anything about which he has sworn falsely. He shall restore it in full." and shall add a fifth part more to it. He shall return to him to whom it belongs in the day of his being found guilty. He shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh, a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation, for a trespass offering to the priest. The priest shall make atonement for him before Yahweh, and he will be forgiven concerning whatever he does to become guilty. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 2 Yahweh of armies says, I remember what Amalek did to Israel, how he set himself against him on the way when he came up out of Egypt. Now go and strike Amalek, and utterly destroy all that they have, and don't spare them, but kill both man and woman, infant and nursing baby, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. Saul summoned the people and counted them in Talaim, two hundred thousand footmen, and ten thousand men of Judah. Saul came to the city of Amalek and set an ambush in the valley. Saul said to the Kenites, Go, depart, go down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them. For you show kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. 
So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. Saul struck the Amalekites from Havilah as you go to Shur, which is before Egypt. He took Agog, the king of the Amalekites, alive, and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agog and the best of the sheep, of the cattle, of the fat calves, of the lambs, and all that was good, and were not willing to utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refuse, that they destroyed utterly. Then Yahweh's word came to Samuel, saying, It grieves me that I have set Saul to be king, for he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments. Samuel was angry, and he cried to Yahweh all night. Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, and Samuel was told, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he has set up a monument for himself, turned, passed on, and went down to Gilgal. Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said to him, You are blessed by Yahweh. I have performed the commandment of Yahweh. Samuel said, Then what does this bleating of the sheep in my ears and the lowing of cattle which I hear mean? Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the cattle to sacrifice to Yahweh your God. We have utterly destroyed the rest. Then Samuel said to Saul, Stay, and I will tell you what Yahweh said to me last night. He said to him, Say on. Samuel said, Though you were little in your own sight, weren't you made the head of the tribes of Israel? Yahweh anointed you king over Israel, and Yahweh sent you on a journey, and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they are consumed. Why then didn't you obey Yahweh's voice, but took the plunder, and did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight? Saul said to Samuel, But I have obeyed Yahweh's voice, and have gone the way which Yahweh sent me, and have brought Agog, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the plunder, the sheep and cattle, and the best of the devoted things to sacrifice to Yahweh your God in Gilgal. Samuel said, Has Yahweh as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying Yahweh's voice? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as idolatry and teraphim. Because you have rejected Yahweh's word, he has also rejected you from being king. Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of Yahweh and your words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Now, therefore, please, pardon my sin, and turn again with me, that I may worship Yahweh. Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected Yahweh's word, and Yahweh has rejected you from being king over Israel. And Samuel turned around to go away. Saul grabbed the skirt of his robe and it tore. Samuel said to him, Yahweh has torn the kingdom of Israel from you today, and has given it to a neighbor of yours who is better than you. Also, the strength of Israel will not lie nor repent, for he is not a man that he should repent. Then he said, 
I have sinned, yet please honor me now before the elders of my people and before Israel, and come back with me that I may worship Yahweh your God. So Samuel went back with Saul, and Saul worshipped Yahweh. Then Samuel said, Bring Agag, the king of the Amalekites, here to me. Agag came to him cheerfully. Agag said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. Samuel said, As your sword has made women childless, so your mother will be childless among women. Then Samuel cut Agag in pieces before Yahweh in Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house to Gibeah of Saul. Samuel came no more to see Saul until the day of his death, but Samuel mourned for Saul. Yahweh grieved that he had made Saul king over Israel. Mark chapter 6, verse 14. King Herod heard this, for his name had become known, and he said, John the baptizer has risen from the dead, and therefore these powers are at work in him. But others said, He is Elijah. Others said, He is a prophet, or at least one of the prophets. But Herod, when he heard this, said, This is John, whom I beheaded. He has risen from the dead. For Herod himself had sent out and arrested John, and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. For John said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias set herself against him and desired to kill him, but she couldn't, for Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and kept him safe. When he heard him, he did many things, and he heard him gladly. Then a convenient day came that Herod on his birthday made a supper for his nobles, the high officer and the chief men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias herself came in and danced, she pleased Herod and those sitting with him. The king said to the young lady, Ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you. He swore to her, Whatever you shall ask of me, I will give you up to half my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask? She said, The head of John the baptizer. She came in immediately with haste to the king and asked, I want you to give me right now the head of John the baptizer on a platter. The king was exceedingly sorry, but for the sake of his oaths and for his dinner guests, he didn't wish to refuse her. Immediately the king sent out a soldier of his guard and commanded to bring John's head, and he went and beheaded him in prison, and brought his head on a platter, and gave it to the young lady, and the young lady gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard this, they came and took up his corpse and laid it in a tomb. This is Sage Lossley. I hope you enjoy listening to Wake Up to the Word as much as I enjoy recording and producing it. If you do, please let me know by visiting my webpage at wakeuptotheword.com. I'm putting some things up there that might just help you to wake up to the Word. Get it? <laughs> Thanks a lot, and don't forget to listen next time.